Hi everyone, and welcome back to another podcast in the Learn Oncology Basics of Oncology series, a series meant to introduce healthcare learners and healthcare professionals to the basics of oncology. It is one of many resources on learnoncology.ca, a free educational platform created and maintained by Dr. Paris Ann Engeldew, a radiation oncologist. A special thanks to Dr. Engeldew for reviewing this podcast. My name is Conley Kriegler, and I am a third-year medical student at the University of Saskatchewan. Today, we will discuss a foundational topic, the basic mechanisms of cancer spread. Through a case discussion, this podcast will help us understand 1. The three basic mechanisms of cancer spread, direct, lymphatic, and hematogenous spread. 2. How knowledge of cancer spread influences our assessment of patients. And 3 how the mechanisms of spread correlate with the TNM staging system for cancer. The case. We will begin with our case. You are a third year medical student working in a family medicine clinic. You are seeing Mr. C, a 62 year old male for a one month history of a worsening cough. He is an ex-smoker with a history of lung cancer in his right lung, which was surgically resected by lobectomy two years ago. He was told he was cured, so he has not had any post-operative follow-ups. He thinks his cancer was an early stage, but is not sure what all the numbers and letters meant. He has been reading on the internet about cancer stage, and is now more confused than ever, and he's worried it may have come back. Thank goodness Mr. C booked a longer visit, because it sounds like there is a lot to go over. As we continue, please consider the following. What signs and symptoms might indicate recurrence of his lung cancer? How might you investigate this further? And how would you explain stage to this patient? Cancer spread is primarily through three basic mechanisms, direct spread, lymphatic spread, and hematogenous spread. Direct spread is through invasion into adjacent tissues, organs, and surrounding structures like prostate cancer, into the surrounding seminal vesicles, urethra, or bladder. Lymphatic spread is through lymphatic vessels to local or distant lymph nodes, like from breast tissue to axillary lymph nodes. Lastly, hematogenous spread is through blood vessels to distant parts and organs of the body, like colon cancer spreading through blood vessels to the liver or lungs. With respect to our case, how might these mechanisms of spread occur in the context of Mr. C? With direct spread, a lung cancer could invade in any direction, invading the chest wall, the airways, medially towards the mediastinum, or superiorly towards the brachial plexus. Lymphatic spread could occur through lymphatic drainage to local hilar or mediastinal lymph nodes, or further to supraclavicular lymph nodes. Lastly, hematogenous spread could occur through the bloodstream, carrying cancer through to distant sites like the brain, the bones, the liver, the adrenal glands, and other distant sites. Now that we have an understanding of cancer spread, let's put that knowledge to work. Spread and influence on patient assessment. So how can this understanding of direct, lymphatic, or hematogenous spread help us in our patient assessments? It is helpful in three different ways. First, it helps in recognizing cancer-related signs and symptoms. Second, it informs how to best investigate for the presence of cancer and its location. Third, 
It even informs what reasonable options exist for treatment. In other words, it guides our history with appropriate questions, like asking about bone pain in patients with known prostate cancer. It guides our physical exam for pertinent clinical findings, like adding an auxiliary lymph node exam in known breast cancer. It guides our investigations to appropriate anatomical or biochemical evidence of cancer, like a CT of the abdomen, or liver function tests for concerns of metastatic colon cancer present in the liver. Lastly, it can guide treatment for patients and their individual context, like local surgery or radiation to a tumor confined to the lung, or systemic chemotherapy if it is spread to new organs like the bone or brain. So let's apply this to Mr. C. Remember Mr. C asked, is my cancer back? What are some symptoms that may reflect direct, lymphatic, or hematogenous spread of a primary lung cancer? What will you ask him? You start by asking about chest pain, hemoptysis, shortness of breath, upper limb pain, numbness, or any weakness, as these symptoms may be concerning for direct invasion of the chest wall, the airways, the mediastinum, or brachial plexus, respectively. You then ask about hoarseness, facial flushing, or having felt any lumps on his neck, as this may be concerning for enlarging lymph nodes compressing the recurrent laryngeal nerve or obstructing venous drainage to the heart. Finally, you ask about new headaches, nausea or vomiting, or bone pain, as this may be concerning for hematogenous spread to the brain or bones. Now you turn to the examination. On examination, the chest wall is without deformities and breath sounds are clear. This suggests no obvious local or direct spread. There are no palpable lymph nodes in the supraclavicular fossa. You obviously don't try to palpate the mediastinum. This suggests there likely is no lymphatic spread. Finally, you look for signs of hematogenous spread to bone or liver, such as bony tenderness, hepatomegaly, or peripheral edema, all of which are absent. He did not complain of any neurological signs, so you only do a brief screening neuro exam, and it is normal. Because of the cough and cancer history, you and your preceptor decide to order a chest x-ray, which reveals a mass in his left upper lobe. His previous surgeon is contacted, and arrangements are made for Mr. C to be seen next week for a bronchoscopy. The surgeon asks if you would order some preliminary investigations. What might you order that would help assess direct, lymphatic, and hematogenous spread? If the mass is found to be cancer, what might a cancer team order to complete the staging? A CT of the chest may assess direct spread of the mass by determining the size and extent of invasion into the chest wall or lung parenchyma, as well as showing signs of hilar or mediastinal lymph node enlargement. An endobronchial ultrasound guided biopsy, or EBUS for short, could sample hilar lymph nodes to assess lymphatic spread. The bronchoscopy that accompanies the EBUS might help to assess for invasion of the tumor into the bronchi or airways as well. Lastly, bone scans, PET scans, and an ultrasound or CT of the abdomen, as well as a CT or MRI of the brain, can help determine hematogenous spread to distant sites. You decide to order a CT of the chest and upper abdomen to assess possible direct, lymphatic, or even hematogenous spread to the liver. As well, you decide you'll send a thank you card to the radiology department, because man, that CT really accomplishes a lot. You also order a CBC, liver function tests, and electrolytes to ensure his bone marrow, liver, and basic organs are still functioning well.
You and your preceptor sit down with Mr. C to answer his questions, explain the possible benign or malignant causes of the mass, and go over the plan. Mr. C looks at you and asks, what stage of cancer do I have? You explain you are waiting on the test still. Mechanisms of spread and correlation to TNM staging. The TNM staging system is a commonly used cancer staging system, which stages a cancer according to T, the tumor size and degree of local invasion, N, the lymph node involvement, and M, metastasis to other organs and parts of the body. As you can see, T correlates to direct spread, N to lymphatic spread, and M to hematogenous spread. You and your preceptor explain to Mr. C the meaning of the letters in the TNM staging system and arrange to see him tomorrow to answer some more of his questions. He is more at ease after your explanation and agrees to write down any questions he thinks of when he gets home. Now, you better rush home to check out learnoncology.ca to prepare for tomorrow's visit. For a more complete discussion on staging, please listen to our next podcast on staging of cancer. But first, let's review what we learned. 1. Cancer spreads via direct, lymphatic, and hematogenous mechanisms. 2. Mechanisms of spread inform our assessment by helping us take an appropriate history, focus our physical exam, guide our investigations, and provide the best treatments. 3. Mechanisms of spread correlate to the TNM system, as direct spread correlates to T, the tumor size and invasion, lymphatic spread to N, lymph node involvement, and hematogenous spread to M, metastasis and distant organ involvement. Thanks for listening, and we hope you learned something. If you liked this topic, please listen to the next podcast in the series, The Basics of Cancer Staging, or visit learnoncology.ca to access other oncology learning modules, videos, practice cases, and even flashcards. LearnOncology.ca can also be found on Twitter and Instagram at LearnOncologyCA, where you can find more oncology cases and content. 